Hey now. Hey now. There we go. All right. So as you can tell by the title, we're going to talk a little association. Don't mind if I do. Yeah. Uh, we Honestly, we haven't really talked basketball at all. So we'll, we'll do that now, now that football's over. Um, today starts the second half. I hate how they do that. I hate how they don't like – because they play an even amount of games. Why not, Why isn't the first half just 41 games? In the final? Anyway, uh, the second half of the season starts today. Uh, so we'll talk a little basketball. We'll give an update on the standings. I know, have you watched any basketball this year? I went to a restaurant with my friends one day, and they were playing the Hawks game. So I've watched so a, one game of the Hawks. Uh, there you go. They were playing the 76ers, and – um, the Hawks uniforms were so ugly that I decided not even to watch. But, were they the yellow ones with the big hawk across the chest? Um, possibly it was either that. You know, I they've think been so. wearing those this year. They it was either that. There may have been some black in the uniforms. I don't know. They have some really um, bad uniforms. Yeah, and they've they've gotten a lot worse because back in the day. The Joe Johnson, Josh Smith, Atlanta Hawks days, they had some nice uniforms, some nice navy, just red, white, and blue. I loved the red uniforms that just said ATL on the front. Those, yeah. uh, those were some of the best uniforms that they ever had. But they, they, they experimented with, like, neon numbers. Do you remember in the Kyle Korver days? Yeah. When they that were, I think, the one seed in the East and they had sure four all-stars in their starting. It was Jeff Teague. It was Kyle Korver. DeMar, DeMar Carroll wasn't an all-star, but he was, the, he was the odd man out. And then Millsap and Horford. But they had, like, black uniforms with red letters and neon green numbers. It was odd. Yeah, it was really odd. They are wearing a jersey this year that had that old – like mid two thousand Atlanta logo where it's the actual where it's a hawk and its wings are spread out and yeah. like a basketball in its talents. They've been wearing a jersey like that. I mean it's incredibly ugly, but Oh, they, speaking of, this is this is very important. Did you see the news that came out last night regarding NBA uniforms? I saw nothing but bad news coming out last night. Uh well okay, granted there was a lot of bad news last night, but what you may have missed and this is I I forget where this tweet came from. I'll have to pull it up and try to, you know, uh, cite my source here in case I look bad. But I did see a rumor that next – this is from – oh, this is legit because this is from the Detroit Free Press. Next year, not this year, but next year, Cade Cunningham and company are going to be wearing the old teal uniforms. Oh, Yes. Yeah, the teal Pistons uniforms are coming back, and that, that, you know how the NBA does it now, where everybody has four uniforms that they rotate through. The, one one of the uniforms in the Pistons rotation will be the old teal uniform from the late nineties. I know there were some uh, next year's city edition jerseys. Some of them got leaked. Apparently, I don't see Detroit's on here, but some of them are they're just not good. They're they're just not good. Um, the Clippers are still running with their same one they've been doing. The I haven't Cavs, heard a word about them. And they, to my knowledge, still have both Kawhi and PG. They do. They're both hurt. You know, because Kawhi tore his ACL in the playoffs last year. And then Paul George did something this year. I don't remember. But I think Kawhi's out for the year. 
because he got he tore his ACL so late last year. And really? Paul George is he got hurt a couple of weeks ago. I don't I don't know how much longer he's out, but they are where the let me pull up the standings. They are thirty and thirty one AC right now. They are um I can't do math. Why can't I? They are a game and a half ahead of the Lakers right now. Uh, I got the standings pulled up so I can so pretend I. But, like uh, I've been watching. How in the world do they have a better record than the Lakers? Lakers stink. Uh, uh, we're going to play a game. I, uh, now it's going to take, take me a little bit of time to get this game set up. But we are going to... We are going to quiz you, since I would get a zero out of five in all likelihood. We're going to quiz you on who on the Los Angeles Clippers has the five most starts for the team this year. So essentially they're starting five, but, you know, give or take. So the five players on the team who lead the league in game started. They just made they made some trades. Hold on. Let me I gotta think here. So I I will give you a hint. Paul George is sixth, so he's not in the top okay. five. Uh, so I'm assuming Reggie Jackson. He's he number one. Started, yeah. Um, Marcus Morris. He's number three. Mar- oh, okay. Um, I don't think Markeith has played since that Jokic incident. <laughs> He's on the Lakers. I don't know if he really plays. Oh, he got traded? He was on the he, Heat. He, or maybe. I no, yeah, he is on the Heat. That's right. But I don't think he's played. Yeah. But um, Eric Bledsoe is a player there. I don't know if he's a starter, though. But with everyone hurt, is Eric Bledsoe one of them? Number five. Okay, so I have Jackson. He's played the third most, uh, either third or fourth most games, but he's only started about half, but because of all their right. weird injuries, he is the fifth um, starter, so to speak. Let's see. So I have Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris, and Eric Bledsoe. So I have both guard or I have two, yeah, both guards and they're one of their forwards. So I need center would be Zubak. Um, yes, Avika Zubak is number two. Yeah. So you got you got one more. He's got forty games played and thirty five games started. I don't know is is Terrence Mann a forward or uh he's seventh. Okay, it's not Luke Kennard because he comes off the bench. Nope. Who this is probably somebody they traded for, but uh yeah. Oh um oh god I can picture his face. You're there. I can picture his face. He got traded there last year. He's Probably. old as fuck. What's his name? Yep. Third. Is zero or like double zero or something? He might. You're on. You're right there. Can you get the name? Uh, do you know? Tell me a team he used to play for. Uh, I know one team he used to play for was Portland. Um. Uh. Uh. But. Uh, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. Give me one more minute. He's he's from France. From France. That can mean anybody. <laughs> Except for the people that aren't from France. Um, 
Who played on the French team in the gold medal game? He recently played for the Charlotte Hornets for a while. Nicholas Patin. That's it. That's it. I could picture his face, but I could not. You, you just look went me, five look for five. Look at me going the Clippers, huh? What? Uh, I said you just went five for five. I know. I look at me knowing the Clippers. That's unbelievable. Good for you. Yeah. All right, hey, yeah, well, you passed the test. <laughs> you, you've been watching. I watched. I watched some basketball. A time or two. More than me. Well, tonight, there's two big just, games tonight. Well, not big, but the Cavs play, and so does Ohio State. But um, Ohio State's gonna get fucking rocked though. They play Illinois. And I think EJ Liddell's out. I don't understand how people think that EJ Liddell is any sort of an NBA prospect. Like he's, he's a six good eight at basketball. Pow- I know, but power forwards they don't work in the NBA. And maybe Steph Curry just ruined all of this. But hmm. let me let me uh up pull stats, up something. He here. has been tremendous this year. Yeah, I mean, he EJ Liddell's averaging nineteen and a half, seven point six rebounds. He's shooting thirty nine percent from deep, and he's shooting fifty fifty one percent from the floor. Those are all career highs. Here are all the power forwards drafted in the NBA lottery mm. post Steph Curry's first MVP in the league. All right, okay. Uh, okay. For, all right, first, very first one. Sure, I'll give you this one. Chris Dabbs, Porzingis. I think that's a success. Right. Well, uh, next Carl one, Anthony, oh, no, he's a center. Uh, next one is Trey Lyles. Okay. The, the, all right, here's another one. Here's another success. Again, uh, DeMontis Sabonis. Pretty good. Then Dragon Bender and Marcus Chris. Not good. <laughs> no. Then from there, Jonathan Isaac and Laurie Markkinen. Uh, Lori Markin and good. Jonathan Isaac. G League. Is in the G League? Yes. Oh, Not boy. good. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Marvin Bagley. Pretty good. Who were both uh, drafted good. above Trey Young. What's Marvin Bagley doing with the Pistons? Sorry. Just go ahead. Keep going. All right. We got, we got a few more here. We got PJ Washington. Um, pretty decent. Uh, well, he's most famous for his girlfriend, so that's never yeah. a good sign. Yeah. Uh, Rui Hachimura, who is in the G League. Rui Hachimura. Was very good here. at Gonzaga, but he's in the G League. Uh, Zion Williamson, who I think is currently at a McDonald's drive through Oh, come on. <laughs> All right, here. Uh, Jalen Smith. He's a, he, Jalen the Suns Smith. drafted him out of Maryland, if I'm not mistaken. That sounds uh, like Maryland. How about this? Top 10 draft pick who is not a starter, I don't imagine. Uh, Obi Toppin. Hmm. Dunk contest champ. Well. Yeah. Onyeka Okongwu. I think he was the guy yeah. that played at USC who played with all the Ball Brothers or something. I think that was in high school. At UCLA? Uh, no, he played with them at Chino Hills. Oh, okay. It was those three and then him. Um, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you where he got drafted to. I just know he went to USC. And then this, again, USC, power forward Evan Mobley. So, mm. point being, power forwards. The power forward I, I, I'm not. Those are those are just lottery power forwards, and I'm not accusing 
anyone of suggesting EJ Liddell is a lottery draft pick because no one's saying that. But I think he is. The, Let's look up a mock draft. No. Oh. By the way, I, I don't know how much I like this Jabari Smith guy. I, I just why? Oh, oh, just the over athletes. I don't know. I, I'm just not a huge fan of them as draft picks. Uh, as, as, again, at the power forward position. Now he's shooting yeah. well from three point land, which is good. But I, I don't see him necessarily just like taking over games. I, and Auburn's on TV all the time on Saturdays because of how, how good they are. Yeah, and they have they have a center who's getting triple doubles with blocks, which is really impressive. Who does? Um, I don't know his name, but what what school? Auburn. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I know the guy because I was watching one of their games and he had like eight blocks from the first two minutes of the game. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. It was something but, ridiculous. But uh, find out the most recent mock draft I can find, which is SB Nation. SB Nation's decently reliable. Yes, that this told me nothing. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Yahoo Sports, that's where we're going. The number one pick, Jabari Smith. Um, yeah, good. Wait, who's taking number one, Houston? Well, this one has Orlando, because Orlando, I believe, has the worst record in the NBA. It's all very – it's like Orlando, Detroit, Houston, and um, Oklahoma City are all terrible. Chet Holmgren, I think. The dude is skinny as fuck. I know. Speaking of Zion eating cheeseburgers, he should be having Chet Holmgren in his passenger seat because he needs to eat a few. <laughs> I, Listen. He's got, like, Kristen, Kristen, uh, Chris Stapp's Porzingis skill sets. Right. And uh, he's just kind of a unicorn, but I do absolutely have concerns about his size because if – no, like, I, the video, there was a video going around today, the – it was the uh, the Andre Drummond that one time where he shot a layup that was so bad. I think he was with the Cavs at the time. Uh, I think it was against Sacramento, and he just he tried to go one on one and just threw a layup basically backwards. But hmm. I think Andre Drummond versus Chet Holmgren in the post, and I know that Chet Holmgren's game is a lot more than just hanging out in the post. But right. Chet Holmgren to me. Uh, Defensively, aside from having very long arms, I, I do not see him being able to supply a ton. Which, I, again, his length alone is very, very useful. Uh, mm-hmm. See Rudy Gobert. But Rudy Gobert, uh, he's got some thickness right. to him. So yeah. it's gonna t- it, Chet Holmgren is going to be a project. But as far as just upside goes, which I know everybody looks to talk, likes to talk about, Drafted on upside in the NBA. That's why all of Florida State's backups get drafted fourth overall. But I, I just – I don't know. Um, Jaden Ivey's doing really well with Purdue. I imagine he's up there in that draft. This mock draft has two Buckeyes going in the first round. It has uh, – Malachi Branham? Yeah, it has EJ Liddell going 20 to Denver and Malachi Branham 24 to Brooklyn. Uh, the Denver Nuggets need to trade that pick for a useful chiropractor to be able to fix Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, uh, the thing that is, would help. If 
your draft pick is outside the lottery, it's practically worthless. <laughs> Essentially. I know the Cavs just traded their first rounder for Karis LeVert, but Indiana has no idea really what they're doing. But, man, oh, man. It, like, but the Cavs also to... expect to be a playoff team, so they won't even be in the lottery. So that's yeah, that's useful. But, I know, but it... looking at this job, I let's see, let's see. Got Blake Wesley. I don't, I don't know how much you're watching Notre Dame lately, but uh, I'm watching a lot of Notre Dame because they uh, they are really, really good. Yeah, I think as far as I know, second in the ACC, if I'm not mistaken, maybe we dropped yeah. a spot or two, but um, we were recently first in the ACC, but dropped a second. So we are we're gonna be a tournament team, but yep. right now everyone has it's looking like eight, nine, or ten seed, which is not exactly optimistic. But no, you know what? We're in the tournament, which is more than we've been able to say for a few years. Especially not that eight nine because if you're eight nine, you got to go play the one seed exactly in the round of thirty two, and that stinks. Let's let's look here. That's a fun game we could play. What would be the best seed to get? Well, obviously one or two, but aside from right. that, um, not even honestly, those eight I'd, seeds. I'd rather be an eleven. I'd yeah. rather I'd rather play six than three, opposed to playing. Nine or eight than one, right. or seven than two. I would take because there are a lot of three seeds. It feels like every single year that drop in the first weekend. So, yeah, but now yeah, the eleventh there always seems to be like one eleventh seed that makes it to the Sweet Sixteen. Last year, UCLA went to the Final Four as an eleven, but by the way, always- were you aware that Murray State is ranked? And it's supposedly awesome. Murray State. I have not watched a single second of Murray State basketball. Uh, not to lie, but they're twenty six and two, and they're ranked nineteenth in the country. Huh. I had I, no idea. Honestly, I had no idea Murray State was like that. Let's see. I'm looking and at a bracket right now. They've played one power. Well, they played two power six teams. They. You know, you can argue whether or not this is a quality loss, but they lost at Auburn by 13, which Mm -hmm. for Murray State standards is pretty impressive. As far as ranked standards go, I don't know. But they did beat Memphis on the road by two. Wow. Um, Let's see. Let's see. I'm looking at I'm looking at bracketology right now. Bracketology. Excuse me. Notre Dame would be the nine seed. They would play Colorado State, and they would be in Gonzaga's region, so that's not great. No, but, um, it's not, um, because defensively, our big men, I think, one of them in particular likes to float around the three-point line. Now, that's obviously offensive speaking, but right. uh, ob- like the first thing that comes to my mind is how in the world to be stopped, Chet Holmgren in that case. And Drew Timmy. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah phew. He was. Remember last year when everyone thought he was awesome, and then yeah, I I don't know. N- Listen, now there's I actual put, talent. Yeah, I put a significant sum on Gonzaga to beat uh, Baylor, which they did not. But um, let's see. Yeah, you would be in Gonzaga's region, and you would also have Alabama, U- UCLA, USC, Wisconsin, North Carolina, 
USC and Texas Tech. Texas Tech, I think, may end up winning the championship. They're very good. Yeah, and then I love how personally they take those Chris Beard revenge games because they, uh, yeah. they they took it to Texas twice. Yeah, and I I made money both times. Let's just say that. <laughs> That, I, I did, you, I, did you watch the first game? That was a raucous crowd at home. Yeah, oh yeah. Speaking of raucous crowd, you would also have Creighton in your in your on your side of the bracket. Did you happen to catch Creighton and Xavier last night? No, I did not. But I the only Big East basketball that I've really taken notice of recently is that one Providence is actually kind of good, and two UConn yeah. keeps getting people ejected. Yeah, or not Creighton. Um, Providence and Xavier is what I thought. Oh, yeah. oh. Well, Providence is pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, they're the 11th seed. They're not the, – the advanced, like the Ken Palm and all those advanced sites, they are not fans of Providence at all, but they look pretty solid. Providence uh, – not Providence. Ken Palm went undefeated the other day. Did you see that? Did he really? Well, uh, as money lines, but I still they, – they hit like over 30. Somebody the other day hit a 25-leg college basketball parlay. Turned $1 into a half a million. Uh, see, this, these stories, I am I am partially convinced that the casinos are also pushing these stories. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, oh, this could be you. This person just... This person you. just came up with this, that. All right, better lose... Oh, no, it says... This is from one day ago. Better loses 25-leg college basketball parlay by one single point. Oh, and then there was another story. Better turns $1 into 500K with insane 23-leg basketball parlay. Oh, maybe maybe I just got those two mixed up. But, um... I mean, it's, it's a... It's splitting hairs by two legs out of 25. So, right. we're, we're good either way. So, this the most is popular, crazy. The most popular... People are getting rich off, like, first basket score parlays. People are getting, like, stupid rich off that. Yeah, the, I know. That's I would crazy. Always, I would love to throw, like, 10 cents on, like, a full slate of NBA, just first basket parlays. But Bovada doesn't allow you to parlay those, which pisses me off. It also pisses me off that they don't allow you to parlay futures. Yeah, that is. I, I would love to be able to do some parlays before the NFL season starts and do yeah. like the division winners, that would right. be right up my alley. I would love that. Um, I, I mean, I guess team over unders, if you're like, there are two teams that you are just dead set on. I, I, I see no reason why you shouldn't be able to do that. Because uh, Bovada doesn't want to lose money. I don't know. I think Bovada, those books, like these offshore books, they're screwed. They are so screwed. Because yeah, because no one's gonna want want to go through the process of having yeah. some suspicious letter coming through the mail with your when you withdraw money. Not even, I mean, I just mine just takes an extra step to get my money, but I don't get it through the mail. I get it directly. I get it through Venmo. I end up. Regardless, it's a little bit suspicious to be doing that when it's legal. First of all, it's a little bit suspicious to be doing that when it's illegal, but now. It's like, why even take that extra step if it's now legal in my state and I'm able to do that? It's like, there's no point in that. Right. Yeah, there's no... Uh, the only state I think will never sports gambling is legalized is Utah. 
uh-huh. that, because that's like written into the state's constitution. That yeah, they have very, very law. strict rules out there. Yeah, but um, that's the only, I mean, obviously it's coming in Ohio in less than a year, so hopefully sooner. Although I saw your neck of the woods, the uh, Rocket Mortgage Arena. You yeah. guys are about to have a sports book built into the stadium before sports betting even becomes fully legal. You guys are going to be prepared. So day one, you're going to be able to go, go to a Cavs game and check that out. That was always going to be a thing just because of Dan Gilbert. But oh, Dan Gilbert's technic- he's technically the owner, but he isn't running anything. I think he's all but checked out because he had a massive stroke. Really? I didn't know yeah. that. They showed him at a game the other day. Or a couple of weeks ago, he was wearing his mask, so he didn't really see his full face. But you can tell, like he looked in bad shape. Apparently, his young youngest son has been like quietly running the Cavs the past two years. Well, I all of a sudden the Gilbert family's getting some praise out of Cleveland. Yeah, I, they've always gotten praise. Well, no, not during the LeBron years. Yeah, not during both LeBron years when. Well, the first, especially the first stint when they didn't put anybody around LeBron. But, uh, I mean, not for a lack of trying because they definitely tried. <laughs> but they, they tried to get Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Oh. They tried to get – they tried to entice LeBron to re-sign with the Cavs when he originally signed with Miami because they were going to sign Amari Stoudemire, but he went to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. So instead, we were surrounded him with Antoine Jameson, forty-year-old um, Shaquille O'Neal, um, Mo Williams, who was an All-Star. People forget. Uh, yes, he was. LeBron Wally had help. His name was Mo. His name was Mo Williams. All right, that's enough. Wally Zerbiak, <laughs> Ben Gordon, or not Ben Gordon? Uh, dude for the Pistons, Ben Wallace. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, who else did they bring in? Delonte West. Um, oh, that backfired. Boy. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> caused a lot more harm. But, um, yeah, I mean, they tried. I mean, it was just unfortunate that they surrounded him with bad players. But the Gilberts, they've, they've always gotten praise on, like, sports talk radio because he will go over the luxury tax every time to build a winner. Like, it's not – He's tr- they tr- they have tried every year. It's just sometimes they're not good at executing. Do you ever sit back and think, man, I wish this guy would be more proactive in the Cleveland community? Because guys like like Stan Kroenke, he's a he Detroit likes guy. Well, uh, you have a you'll see where I'm going with this because you have an, some New York guys running another team in your town. Yeah. You know, guys like guys like Stan Kroenke, they like to own multiple teams. He owns the the Colorado Avalanche and the Colorado Rapids soccer team. And they, they like to own a lot of different teams. Do you ever think, what? man, if Dan Gilbert just owned the Cleveland Guardians, maybe we would make some splashes in free agency. I think that was once a thing. I think that was once a thing really? that was going to happen. I, I think that, that was going to happen. I don't think the, – the Guardians sold a, not a majority stake, but they sold some stake to – fuck, who was it? Hold on, Guardians selling team. They sold this. Let's see. This was back in December. Guardians owner Paul Dolan set to sell large majority stake of franchise to David Blitzer. Who is, oh yeah, he's um 
the um uh he owns he owns or is affiliated with the 76ers yeah he is a he owns 52% of the New Jersey Devils and the Philadelphia 76ers and several soccer teams and even AAA Scranton. <laughs> oh, man. Do those teams have different ownership than the – well, I guess they have to because those teams rotate. Like the Columbus Clippers were once affiliated with the Yankees and for a very, very brief amount of time they were affiliated with the Washington Nationals and now they're with the, the uh, Guardian. Cleveland Guardians. So. I guess it would make sense that they would have different ownership and they would just strike deals with different teams. That's right. Somebody tried telling me one time that James Dolan was going to buy the the Guardians just because of Paul Dolan. And I don't know how I feel about that. Which Dolan? Which Dolan do you currently have? What's his Paul. name? Oh, wonderful. Uh, I think uh, they're cousins. Well, you know what? We're going to do we're going to play this game again. 2011 Cleveland Cavaliers named the starting five. It was the first year after LeBron's departure. Oh, boy. Are, I got to think here. All right. The top five leaders on the team in games started. Game wow. Start. Holy shit. The, um, I, I'm looking at these names, and uh, this is going to be tough, especially. So this the year LeBron left. The year after yeah. LeBron left. Oh boy, um, Antoine Jameson's one. He yeah, he's had the third most starts. He was only a part-time starter. He played fifty-six games, only started thirty-eight. Hmm. Interesting. Um. Um. Uh, oh shit, was Mo Williams there? He was. He was the fifth most starter. He he only is he... he only played thirty-six games, but started thirty-four. I think he got traded midseason for Baron Davis. Um, he did. And, and Jamario Moon Baron. was somewhere in there. Oh, Jamario Moon. Um, could probably still Mo- compete in the dunk contest. I'm trying. You know what I'm trying to do? I'm trying to remember LeBron's first game back in Cleveland. I'm just trying to remember who was on the floor that game. So Mo Williams definitely. I remember him. Antoine Jameson definitely. Um, JJ Hickson. J.J. Hickson um, led the team in starts with 66 starts. Huh. Um, shit. Is Barry a starter? He was, but he missed a significant amount of time that season and did not qualify for the top five. Okay. However, however, he did start every single game that he was healthy for. So There's a guy. Take that there's a guy okay. There's a guy with a weird-ass last name. That was on that team. And he started a couple games. I can't remember if he was started the full season. It's Christian Ienga. Christian Ienga, yes. It's coming at number eight. Oh, okay. Eight. So we got – let's just recap where we're at. Oh, we got, oh, we got, oh, oh, oh. Oh, got one. Um, got one. Anthony Parker. Yep, there's your uh, small forward. He was old. But, um – oh, who's – It's a guard that I – Totally a forgot. Never played for the Cavs. Yep. It's not Booby Gibson. No, it is not. He although he did start fifteen games. There we go. Shit. And also led the league, led the team in three point attempts. Hey, he shot forty percent from three that year. That's really good. Yeah, he was a good three point shooter. 
Um, In today's NBA, he'd be starting. Listen, I, I I'd argue he should start in this NBA. But um, <laughs> see, Alonzo G, but he didn't. He's not a guard. Um, Ryan Hollins is a center. Danny Green was gone. Um, Aaron Davis, no. Oh God, I I think I know who it is. I think we traded for him from Charlotte. Is it? But I'm I'm also thinking he came later in that four year stretch of hell. I um, I think you're correct. I think. Okay, well done, Ramon Sessions. Yes, Ooh. absolutely. Is that all five? That's all five. There you go. We'll recap it right here. J.J. Hickson, Anthony Parker, Antoine Jameson, Ramon Sessions, and Mo Williams. Wow. What a team. Good <laughs> God. What about the next year? All right. The next year, let's see how many people stayed as far as the top five. I imagine Anderson Varejo, assuming healthy, was probably going to be one of the leaders on the team. Right. All right. So the next year, let's do game start. Okay. Uh, no, he was not because he, again, missed a significant amount of time and only started 25 games. So we have two guys who carry over. Antoine Jameson carries over and Anthony Parker carries over. Okay. We are so, missing a, a point guard and a couple forwards. Okay. So the point guard's Kyrie Irving. Yes. Um, let's see. Oh, it, Nah, because I think he came off the I think Tristan Thompson came off the bench to start his career. He did. Started a little bit, but... Yeah. The fourth pick came off the bench. I remember that always made me nervous. <laughs> um, man, oh, man. Um, so, Antoine Jameson, Kyrie Irving, and Anthony Parker. Mm-hmm. Was this the year Alonzo G started a lot? Alonzo G did make his way. Into 31 starts, that's the fifth most. So you're missing, you're missing one guy. Uh, probably, he's probably a small forward-ish, but it yeah, looks like you're, you guys went small a lot with the lineup. Yeah, well, we didn't have much of a choice. We didn't have good players <laughs> on our team. Um, foreign. Foreign. I believe Turkish. And now that Homer I'm double-checking this, he's from... He's Israeli. Omri Crafty. Yes. And I probably shouldn't have given away that big hand. No, but um, <laughs> I like, let's let's do this for every year LeBron wasn't there. All right, hey, we got one for more. Year. Okay. Don't want to see Why how good this? I am at this. Anderson Varejao was the most snake-bitten player ever when Le- huh. once LeBron left because he started every game, but he just never stayed healthy. Okay. Now, I think I should over. know this one, like, right away, because I okay. remember the team. I'll, 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 I will say this. Carrying over okay. from the previous year, we have Alonzo G and Kyrie Irving from, from our okay. previous five. So now we're, we have three more spots to fill. Alonzo G was the one I wasn't certain about. But um, so Alonzo G and Kyrie Irving. So Dion Waiters. Yep. Uh, Riston Thompson. Yes, who almost averaged a double-double. And, let's see, I'm missing a center. So, is it Varejo? No, and I, it's, it's somebody who I never in a million years would have guessed. Let's see, who else was on that team? They had, let's see, they had 
had most spades. They had Smarto Samuels. They had Tyler Zeller. Tyler, it has to be Tyler Zeller. It is Tyler Zeller. Zeller. It's Tyler. Tyler. Yeah. Ooh. Who I did not three remember. Three for three. Yeah, all right. Let's see. Now, let's see if we can bring it home. The next year, let's see how many people from the previous five. Oh, this one's going to stink. I know it is. Oh, we got. We only have Tristan and we have Kyrie Irving. And then we have three guys who we have not mentioned yet. I know one for a fact is C.J. Miles. C.J. Miles, yep. He he was in fourth place for most starts. Definitely not Andrew Bynum. Not Andrew Bynum. He only started 19 games, only played 24. Right. And you said Dion then, so that was the year he came off the bench. Um, I think this was around the time Alonzo G started to fall out of favor. Um. Well, Matthew Delabadova, I think, got there, but he wasn't playing. Anthony Benton certainly did not play. Never started um, a game. No. I was there for his first and only career double-double, though. Fun fact. I was in, <laughs> I was in the house. But um, against the Kings. You brought him his good spirits. I did. So, let's see. We got Tristan, Kyrie, CJ Miles. Oh, if this is the year before LeBron, then the Walt Dang was there. You got that right. And I'm trying to think of guys we traded to clear up cap for LeBron. We traded Luol Dang. We traded C.J. Miles. We acquired Spencer Hawes. I don't believe he was one of the five, though. He was on this team. He started a lot, only played 27 games, only started 25. So he did not crack the top five. So I am missing a guard, a shooting guard, I would assume. Or it doesn't matter because it's just every night starting five. He would be thought of as a point guard, but if he were lining up okay. next to Kyrie Irving, uh, Kyrie was probably handling the ball more than he was. Yeah, I, that's a safe assumption. Um, <laughs> man. Uh, uh, shit. Damn it. I really wanted to. I, I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> Jarrett Jack. Ah, Jarrett Jack. We did trade him for cap space for LeBron. I remember that. Because I remember that trade going down and all the people who are smarter than me were like, oh, this is this means something. Uh-huh. Man, oh, man. How about the next year when LeBron came back? Let's do that one. All right, this should be easier because this team made it to the NBA Finals. But, again, just because – Well, I know, uh, but they had – they had they they went through a change midway through the season because they were like eighteen and thirty or something stupid like right. that at one point. Three of these are easy. Just go for it. Yeah, LeBron, Kyrie, and Kevin Love. There you go. And this is where it gets tricky because Deion Waiters started the season, but we traded him. We acquired Jar Smith, but I don't think he played to start the the start when he got traded. I believe Shumpert started. Is it Shumpert? It is not. Amon Shumpert only started one game that year. Okay, so J.R. Smith. Correct. You're missing and one. it's between three players. Um, uh, it's between uh, Tristan Thompson, Mozgov, and Varejao. Mm-hmm. Sean Marion came off the bench. James Jones came off the bench. Della I will Bidova. say this. I will say this. As far as Mozgov and Varejao, again, Varejao, look at this. He he started every game he played in, only played in, you know, w- between 
40, 50 percent, right. whatever. But, so it's got to be Mozgov. Yes, and Sean Marion started more games than Tristan Thompson did. Sure did. All right, that was the championship team. $82 million after that season. <laughs> well, hey, LeBron, LeBron held out. He said I was on that camp. I was in that camp, too, that we needed to pay him because he was so good in that playoff run. Didn't LeBron, like, kind of hold – not, like, seriously, but somewhat hold out until they would pay he his did, rent? Yeah, yeah he did. Then... He said, you're paying my friends or I'm – you know, that's why I have opt-outs. Which is a power move, and I respect it. I think Tristan is a clutch agent. Uh, At this point, no. who isn't? He isn't? Exactly. And then the next year was the exact same starting five. I did not realize that Timothy Mozgov was there both years. Yeah, he left after we won the championship. Remember, he was the first player to sign with the new cap, and everyone got massive contracts. Mm-hmm. You remember All that? All right, how about – Yes, how about this? The first year oh. post-LeBron 2.0. Oh, Christ. We are, ta- <laughs> we are talking 2018-2019. Okay, so... You are going to be floored by who led the team in starts. I don't think I am. All right, well, let's hear well, it. Well, that makes me think it's not Colin Sexton. No, he was second. Okay, so... It's either Tristan Thompson or Chetty Osmond. I'll go with Chetty Osmond. It, it was Chetty J- Osmond. I would have thought that you would have been more surprised than that. But no, Chetty Osmond won. There was so much hype going into the next year that people thought we were going to be like an eight seed or something. And then we just most certainly did not. But um, <laughs> so Ch- Chetty Osmond, Colin Sexton, Tristan Thompson, Larry Nance Jr., and. Kevin Love? I think, wait, I think you already named everybody. Let me see. Um, no, 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 not Kevin Love. Um, Kevin Love only played 21, 22 games that year. That's right. He got hurt. Um, so he had, a, he had a big game in the NBA Finals in 2018. I'll tell you, that's a... Sure. Oh. Uh-huh. Rodney Hood? Yes. You, you better believe it. Oh, yeah, was yeah. I was going go, to say, um, what's his name? Jordan Clarkson, but he was definitely a bench player. He was. However, he did average almost 17 points a game off the bench. Well, yeah, I'm assuming he he was a, he was probably among the minutes leaders. That's right. Um, so, oh, he, so here we go. Jetty Osmond, Colin Sexton, Rodney Hood, Tristan Thompson, Larry Nance. In sixth place, who I didn't even know ever played for the Cavaliers, Point guard from Kentucky, Brandon Knight. I vaguely remember that. I have no recollection of that. I very vaguely remember him coming over and being pretty good. I think I think we traded George Hill for him. Or he was a part of it. I don't know. I mean, you want to talk about a mess of a team. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at some of the guys who started for you. Uh, Sam Decker started five games. Oh, God. Jerron Blossom game started four. Who? <laughs> Dang Adele started three. Not a person. Uh, David Nwaba started 14. David Nwaba. 
Yeah, and uh, everybody's fan favorite, Auntie Zizich, started 25. Oh, brother. Uh, I, uh, and then Cameron Payne started one, who I Cam also Payne? didn't know played for the Cavs. Yeah, come on now. You guys had Nick Nick Nick, Nick Oh my gosh, Nick Stauskas. Yes, played twenty four games. Andrew Harrison played ten. Oh yeah, I remember that. I remember like, oh yeah, one of the twins are here. Yeah, one of the uh, one of the Frank Kaminsky haters. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's see the next year. Any, any any fun players who we may have completely forgotten ever played for the next teams? year? Yeah, oh, John Henson started two games the next year. Traded him for Andre Drummond. Uh, Dante Exum started one game. Gross. What could have been Kevin Porter Jr. started oh. a few games. He, oh, was, he, was, he was good there for a bit. He's still good. All right, now this is, I believe, last season. Let's see. Anybody, anybody who we totally forgot? Isaiah Hartenstein started two games. That would have been two seasons ago. Uh, no, this is 2020 to 2021. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Torian Prince started six games. That's right. Um, JaVale McGee was there. Dolva yeah. came back. Um, you said Torian Prince. I'm sure Dean Wade got, like the guys <laughs> we just grabbed, the Dean Wade and Dylan Windler. Yes. Dylan Windler did not start. Uh, Broderick Thomas started one game. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> Anderson Verjao, come on now. He played there. He had a little comeback uh, reunion tour for five games. Yeah, exactly five games. Thon Maker. Thon Maker played eight games. Uh, Damn Yin Dotson started seven games. Sure. Don Yeon, I don't know. Davian Dotson? Oh. oh, yeah, that. Whoops. Yeah, he spelled Damien weird. <laughs> All right, anybody this year, we'll we'll wrap this up with any any funny names this year. We got uh, Kevin Pangos has started a few games. Mm-hmm. Ed Davis, who I did not know was still in the NBA. Sure is. Brandon Goodwin. He's been actually decently solid when we need him. Uh, Taco Falls played 11 games. Hell yeah. He's in the G League. <laughs> Lamar Stevens has played almost not, the entire year. Not a ter- Lamar Stevens is not a terrible player out of Penn State. He terrorized Ohio State, but he is not a bad player. I don't even know where he came from. Penn State. He torched Ohio State. There was a year, I think it was three my in sophomore a row. year. Yeah, they beat us three years in a row, or three times in no. a row. They beat us on like a half court buzzer beater. Um, they beat us at Penn State, and then they knocked us out of the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, it was, oh, boy, something Carr. Tony Carr. Lloyd. Nope. Lloyd Carr was the head coach of Michigan. Sure. I, um, he was uh, before Brady Hoke. So he, he was the head coach in 2006. I know. I was making a joke. Oh. You, you, genuinely you said Carr, like and I said Lloyd? Oh. The, you sounded like you had no idea who Lloyd Carr actually no, was. No, I which... 100% know who Lloyd Carr is. I am, like, 
a walking sports encyclopedia right now because like during work I've just been watching episodes. Barstool does this trivia show and I've just been watching old episodes of that. I just on repeat. I am a trivia fiend. Yeah. Look watch a couple episodes. It's called The Dozen. A couple of so it's very the, the, there's some questions in there that'll put you through the test. All right, all right, all right. Here's a question. This, I'm not saying that this is the most intense question ever, mm-hmm. but let's just test your Buckeye knowledge because I know that I know that you are a much bigger Buckeye football fan than a Buckeye basketball fan. So okay. let's just see. Uh, where did Chris Holtman come from before he coached Ohio State? Xavier. Butler. Butler. I thought it was Xavier. No, he came from uh, old Indianapolis over there. I knew he came from. I thought he came from an Ohio team. John, all right. Where did John Calipari coach before he coached at Kentucky? Oh, I know this. Don't tell me it. Um, oh God, I know this. God damn it. ACTs. ACTs. Oh shit! One particular player took the coach, AC took the ACT in a different state. Did he coach in a national championship with this team? Yes, he did. You're on the right track. Memphis. Memphis. Yeah, there you go. That's there you right. Go. I knew. I knew he coached. So he, I knew he coached the national championship prior to Kentucky. I just couldn't remember where. Okay, let me. Uh, yeah, give me a couple uh, more, and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. Um, okay, so Devontae Smith won the Heisman in 2020. Who finished okay. second? Ooh. Trevor Lawrence. There, correct. Now I remember that was bullshit. Not, not that Trevor Lawrence is some no-name guy, but there were definitely some options at that point. It was, it was, it was the Lifetime Achievement Award. Yes. Would get absolutely. in second. Well, Mac Jones was a very close third behind there. But, yeah. And Trevor Lawrence was really good. And then he got COVID and got knocked out for a couple games. So, it was like his timeline of stats got cut off a little bit. Right. Mac Jones and those guys just kept going. Okay. Uh, here's – right, I got a fun one for you. You're not going to get it right, but it's going to be more educational Uh-oh. than anything. What is Brett Favre's middle name? Brett Favre's middle name. Holy Again, Christ. meant to be educational, not meant for you to get it right. This, let's see, he's a southern boy. Um, From Mississippi. Confirmed. Um, Brett Favre's middle name. Jesus Christ. This makes me believe that it's something outrageous. For him, it is, but it's definitely a name that we've heard of before. It just wouldn't fit him. Brett Tyrone Favre. Brett Lorenzo Favre. Hmm. Lorenzo. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. He didn't strike me as a, a gigantic Italian, but uh, you know, wh- whatever. Uh, huh. righty. All right, hey, give me one more. Oh, man, I don't want to give you the, the too tough of a question. I'll oh, give it to me. All right, who was the last high schooler drafted in the NBA? 
he, he's hours. not that. Uh, no, 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 no. Do you know this one? I do. I think. I it's, used to play in, with him in 2K, and he was actually used to be kind of good. It's just definitely in my brain somewhere. I just have to find it. Do you have any idea what team? Maybe we can help you narrow it down. I think the Wizards. Oh, my gosh. You're on the right track. Is it the Wizards? Yes. And then I think he played for the Nets afterwards. Yeah. Um... Let's see. Let's see. This would have been 2006 or 5. I don't know, but you're in the right realm. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think who went after Dwight Howard. Andrew Bynum. No, not Andrew Bynum. I think Andrew Bynum was like 17 when he was in the NBA or something ridiculous. Yeah, he was really young. Let's see. Monte Ellis was out of high school, but he wasn't drafted by the Wizards. No. Lou Will came out of high school. I don't know. What, think po- what position are you thinking? Like what? Like forward center. Yeah. Oh, dude, you're, you're there. Fuck. He has a. He's not an American, I don't think. I'm going to have to look at that. Not Bargani. No, no, no. Although I. I it's in my brain. Give me two more minutes, Max. It's in my brain. Well, if it's not an American, then what? wouldn't it be not out of high school? What? He, he went to an American high school. Okay. But I don't think he's of a. I don't think he. I don't think it was an American. I think it was a foreigner who played in college, American college, like Joel Embiid did. But um, hold on, on. that completely defeats the question. The last high schooler drafted. Oh well, okay. Um, What I was trying to say is he is not of American descent, but he obviously came from America. But um. Fuck. It's definitely not J.R. Smith. Very obviously not LeBron. Yes. <laughs> um, also obviously not Kobe Bryant. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're actually working backwards. Yeah, it's not, way back. Yeah, it's, it's not Moses Malone either. Can, can, confirmed. Uh, Kevin Garnett, no. I do know the high school Kevin Garnett went to. Texas? Uh, he went... No, he's from Chicago. It's called like Fairgate Academy. Oh, he is a Chicago guy. I forgot about that. Certainly not Jermaine O'Neal. No, um, maybe even older than Kobe Bryant. Uh, possibly not. But we're talking 90s for sure. Yeah. Okay, uh, get, let me get back on track. Give me count 30 seconds from your head. Gotcha. You were thinking Wizards. You were thinking Power Forward Center. Yes. You were thinking mid-2000s. Wizards, 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 Wizards. Those teams were fucking terrible after Gilbert Arenas <laughs> left. And I'm assuming this would be this obviously was before John Wall. Um. Oh god, it's on the tip of my tongue right now. Um. His last name starts with a B. Oh my gosh, we're getting warmer. Oh god. 
What does his first name start with? Yeah, yeah, but I can't remember his last name. We're getting there. Give me a five second countdown when you when you get there. All right. Andre uh is it Andrea or Andre? Andre. Okay. Oh my gosh, we're I can't believe it. B B B five four three Give me five more seconds. Two five Oh, um, uh, oh, 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 I literally, I cannot even, I can't, I just can't spit it out. Andre fucking blue. Oh, I, I, what is it? Blatch, Blatch, Blatch. Yes, Andre Blatch, that's right. Let's go. Fucking Christ. That was a, that was a hype ah. to get to that one. I, oh, I knew, I saw that, I saw a Twitter post about him a couple days ago. That's why I remembered. That's really? why was in my who brain. was tweeting about him. I had no idea, but it was just—it was a highlight video of him getting dunked on. That's why that name was in my brain. <laughs> so, I, and then I went through like a sports reference rabbit hole, and I remembered that. Good lord! Amazing. That was amazing. He was the last high schooler drafted. Yes, because he was a huh. late second round pick. Wow. I can't believe I fucking know that. I know, right? That's just an absolute coincidence that you asked me that right after um, I just saw his name. But, um, wait. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking, didn't didn't somebody just get drafted out of high school, but it came out of the G League? Yeah, like Jonathan Kuminga or whoever. He's good. For the Warriors, he is exceptional. There was a G League player playing in the Rising Stars Challenge. Uh, you mean like it currently in the G League? Yeah, he Ooh. was like sixteen. I don't know. It's it just I think that's the thing they're doing now is on the Rising Stars teams that the G League has all stars that they send there. Well, you wait. You can now skip. College or like you can skip high school and go in there to the G League? Yeah, I, I don't think you can skip high school. Well, you said he was sixteen. Ah, uh, uh, he sixteen said whatever, whatever age he was. I think he's fresh out of high school. All right, well, outstanding. Did um did. Was Tyson Chandler out of high school? Yes, he was. Tyson Chandler, I've read this on his Wikipedia page once, was 5'11 in third grade. What? Uh-huh. That's insane. He could just kick all the teachers' asses, and they would yeah, do nothing yeah, they, about it. They can't put him in timeout. They can't tell him to go stare at the corner or whatever oh, teachers do. I would, no. love to see, I would love to just see him in a classroom with normal-sized third graders. Uh, there's, there's absolutely no way. <laughs> Good lord. Uh, you ready to roll? I'm ready to roll. Alright. This is the warm up show for the NBA. We're just we're just getting warmed I like that up though. because that's it. Here's here's the thing. I want I want you and I, we're gonna come with three trivia questions every time. Now that football's over. Oh, I, I can do that. 
I've been yes. doing research. For, I've been preparing for sports radio. I've been doing research. I can absolutely uh, pull a few rabbits out of the hat and uh, come prepared. And all right, oh man, don't ask me Brett Favre's middle name anymore, though. Uh, yeah, hey, that was meant to be educational. It wasn't meant to be a correct answer. And now, now we know. And that, that it was Lorenzo. That uh, yeah, that that Brett Favre's Mississippi, you know, Southern pride family uh, actually it was very cultured. Uh, particularly in Italy, but uh, we're just getting warmed up because we just got to get the, the brain going back with basketball. Because as DJ mentioned at the top of the show, we have not talked about it whatsoever. Uh, but now we need to find something to talk about because the MLB is locked out, unfortunately, and mm. football is over. So we're kind of sure in is. no man's land. Happy so USFL. Shape out. Oh, hey. One one. I was really, really hoping that the name of this podcast would be Paxton Lynch's coming home. Because he quit, he quit the CFL to come join the USFL. So I can't believe they drafted Shea Patterson with the first overall pick on purpose. That's unbelievable. Michigan Panthers, man, that's a homer pick. They got their Michigan man. Mm. That's how they like. As we know, yeah, the Michigan man brand is strong right now. Uh, yeah, it's it's working out tremendously, both on in football and in basketball, but. Mm-hmm. All right, we're getting warmed up with basketball. We're going to have more thoughts on it, just getting the brain back on, just getting basketball back on the brain. So we will have more content coming to you next week. We will have trivia, which is going to be hopefully at at least half as as exciting as it was this time. I I cannot believe how that worked out. But uh, we're going to be testing you guys, too. We're going to keep your brains fresh as well. We'll be back a week from now. Everybody take care. Peace.